Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. And now, this is the moment you've all been waiting for. We are live on the Charity Stripe Podcast with your hosts, Alex, Josh, and Nick. We're back, baby. It's Charity Stripe Free Throws because they are free. It's Tuesday, August 8th. Good to see you, gentlemen. Unfortunate news coming out of the Baltimore Orioles camp. Uh, one of the announcers, Kevin Brown, was suspended for literally nothing. We watched the clip. He didn't say anything wrong. He was just reading a graphic, uh, a graphic displaying how bad the Orioles have been at Tropicana Field versus the Tampa Bay Rays uh, over the last 15 series or finally leading a series uh, versus the Rays or they were leading the series at the time of the video. Um, and now they've suspended Kevin Brown indefinitely, I guess, for uh, anti-Orioles speech. Even though he didn't say anything derogatory, anything offensive, he just was simply, again, reading a graphic and throwing out statistics about how the Orioles have been versus the Tampa Bay Rays. This has to be one of the softest things I have ever seen in professional sports. Unless well, there's, unless he's sleeping with someone's wife in the background. Yeah, it could be. I mean, you guys just showed me the clip and didn't really give me context just so that he got suspended indefinitely. And I'm sitting there waiting for him to say something crazy or something that is suspendable and there's literally nothing there. Yeah. 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 You like thought that the clip wasn't over that, that yeah. we didn't show you the right thing. Yeah, you like, show like me the right clip. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's just bad juju for the organization. I mean, they're, they're a 70 win team as it stands right now, looking like one of the best teams in baseball, if not the best team in baseball. And uh, you don't want something going against your, your luck like this, you know, the karma, is real and what comes around goes around <laughs> to that organization. If they're, you know, suspending guys or canning guys, you know, for the wrong reasons, then you don't want that mm. negative energy on your yeah. ball club. Absolutely. Especially down this stretch. No, you mean like it's things have been so positive for you the entire season. Everyone has been on your bandwagon. Everyone's been rooting for you. You've been the underdog or, or the lesser the smaller market team. You've done it right. You've brought up the guys the right way. And you were ever you're in first place by three games for the first time in God knows how long. You're ahead of the Rays, who everyone who was were the best team in baseball for months. You're ahead of the Yankees, who were the division favorites. The Blue Jays added so much firepower. You're ahead of them. They're even the Red Sox are above 500. You're winning what people think to be the hardest division in baseball, and then you do something like this in the back half of the season. It's bad juju, Smith Schuster. I'm out on them for now until they rectify this. I mean, I was kind of in on the Orioles. I was like, okay, the Orioles are going to be fun come October. They're going to be a team that contend. We like the Flaherty move. The bullpen has been ridiculous. I mean, Felix Bautista's biggest fan since God knows how long, maybe like May, uh, championing him to win the Cy Young. And now they suspend this guy for absolutely no reason that we know of so far. Um, and until they make amends with Kevin Brown, the reporter, not the baseball player, then the Orioles are all of a sudden have a Madame Zeroni style hex on them and they have to carry Kevin Brown up the mountain. Yeah. I mean, everyone has been supporting and standing up for Kevin Brown, uh, including Gary Cohen, <laughs> the the broadcaster for the Mets, Michael K too for the Yankees. Yeah. And he said, let me just say one thing to Baltimore Orioles management. You drape yourself in humiliation when you fired John Miller and you're doing it again. And if you don't want Kevin Brown, there are 29 other teams who do, 
and, and that's picking up a lot of steam. Obviously, a lot of people are. You know, I don't know about that. Uh, there's a lot of good commentators out there. So, <laughs> yeah, but he was hired by a team and ultimately did nothing wrong. So I, I understand his sentiment, but I just think it's funny that um, you know the Mets are trying to kind of they're trying to get involved in any way they possibly can and, and remain relevant here. That's, that's my take. Re- remain relevant. Also like, Oh, the Mets guys are good guys. You good know? Dudes, good dudes, they got a, yeah. they got a pass for the season. I mean, I love Gary. I love Gary Cohn. Uh, and yeah, he's great. Michael K is great. I know Nick was alluding to the, his Padres guys, formerly some Red Sox guys uh, who were voted the best in baseball when he said, not maybe not all teams uh, are looking for replacements in Kevin Brown, <laughs> but I'm sure the Oakland Athletics. I don't know who's calling things over there, and the Tigers and the Pirates. I mean, there was one time a couple years ago where I lamented to you guys that I was watching an extra innings. I think it was Pirates Tigers game, and it was some of the worst announcing I've ever heard in my entire life at any level. Uh, I mean, when, when you're when you when you have a, a team like the Athletics, I mean, there's not really much to keep interesting there. I mean, you, you gotta. You got to go off on tangents and create your own storylines at some point. Yeah. Honestly, like if you're the athletics and you're moving to Vegas already, right? That's a done deal. Like we'll see. Um, but why don't I just brand yourself as like the bad boys of baseball? You know, like get some crazy commentators out there that you're never going to fire that, you know, go off the rails from time to time, you know, not offensively, but you could that's like, you know, a, 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 commentator that the Orioles would indefinitely suspend day yeah. after day. McAfee style commentator who's not afraid to push the limits, uh not afraid I mean, to come the, in. They have the bash bros, right? Like maybe the whoever their broadcaster is just like juices up. Yeah. In between innings or something like that. Bring back Jose Canseco. Let him call some games. That'd be uh, dope. Yeah. Yep. McGuire. McGuire. Uh McGuire is such a nice guy, it seems. Like every yeah. we watched that documentary and he was just so devastated the entire time. Actually, I ended up feeling bad for he, Mark McGuire. He's still he's coaching, right? Still no, I don't think isn't, anymore. Isn't he a hitting coach? No. He was for a little bit, a bench coach, I believe. But yeah, he was in the dugout, but they they think his those days are behind him. Um, it's just very unfortunate that we're sitting here watching this video and living in a day and age where it's by and large incredibly soft. It is it's soft. A very soft. Like, like what you know, are we? What you know? It's not soft though. What your Red Sox hitting the walk off grand slam last night? I had a good tweet. Seven Pablo. and zero with those City Connect unis. I mean, should they just make those permanent? I mean, dude. First of all, Pablo Reyes. I know we're getting story back soon, but Pablo Reyes has been good at shortstop, and he hits the walk off grand slam. First homer no. of the season for him. Second. Sure. He sold maybe it was his second base he stole last night. He's hitting, I don't know, he did something slightly, slightly different. So I, know, <laughs> like, I mean, like a home run, it might have been his first. Yeah, it was his first. He so he stole his second base last night, but he's hitting three, he's hitting 312 on the year. Like, I look, he's not like you know, again, he's a one home run, but he's getting on base, he's hitting the ball, he's pretty good for you know, a backup shortstop utility infielder, and he's coming up in the clutch. 6-2 beating the Royals a team it's it's a game you have to win you have to beat those bad teams the Red Sox are f- 3 5 games back now from the Blue Jays i believe it was so yeah i mean that was pretty nuts he absolutely cranked that it hit, hit it off the pole it's an absolute shot uh got out of there in a hurry and those uniforms are not sexy but when they win in them they are pretty sexy like I mean, they look good we, when you win they don't look they don't look good when you lose but they maybe that's lost. the thing right is we need some more ugly uniforms that teams just have 
good streaks in and then that's what makes the ugly ones pretty i guess yeah. i don't know flips i mean it's for the Red Sox though, and then we'll go to fantasy football. They had a horrible; they got swept by the Blue Jays, which is pretty bad in a wild card hunt. And then they lost, they lost the series to Seattle, and they lost, which who now they're chasing. And then they lost the series to San Francisco. So, and that's it's unfortunate because they swept the Braves in a two gamer, and they won the first one in San Francisco, and won the last two off the Mets. They they went into San Francisco on a five game win streak, and they they kind of fell apart. Pavetta had been good, and then he, in his last outing, was pretty poor. Uh, we'll see what happens with the Sox. Yeah. I think they, I think could, they were kind of be worse. Could be worse. Could be. Could guys. be the Angels who held on to Shohei Otani and have not won a game since the deadline. Yeah, I think that the while the Mariners have been red hot, and now have sixty wins. The Mariners have some pitchers, dude. Like the Mariners can really. And this is, again, without Robbie Ray. And I know we were really high on the Mariners heading into the season. I don't think they'll catch the Rangers. And they probably won't sneak up to number two behind the Astros. But the Blue Jays, who are also you know playing some pretty good baseball, better, better beware. Because this Mariners team, once Julio Rodriguez, and he is getting cooking, really gets cooking and becomes the guy that we all thought he could be a top 15 baseball player. Kirby's been great. Gilbert's been super solid. And they obviously have Castillo at the front. And then they just got back Munoz. Like that's why they traded Seawall. They, they just got back Munoz, who, who was supposed to be their closer. Uh, this Mariners team is going to be a sneaky one to watch at, at the end in, in August and September. Um, and then again, yeah. another bad loss by the Red Sox. But thankfully, the Yankees lost. So we're not in last place. We're still a half game up on them. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. I mean, it's a bit of a bummer for the Mariners that they're also in the same division with the fourth and sixth best team record-wise in the MLB. And probably those teams, if you did the looked at the power rankings, are a little bit higher than four and six, in my opinion. The Strohs and the Jurors? Yeah, I would say the Strohs and the Jurors, especially adding Scherzer and, and Montgomery, like two massive. Both guys pitched well in their first outings for the Rangers. Exactly what you want to see. Eovaldi's hurt. Gray has got to – and it comes at a good time, those acquisitions of Scherzer and – and Montgomery, considering Eovaldi's hurt and Gray has been pretty bad since July. Um, yep. So and they, have- they have a nice, the Rangers have a nice little bullpen one, two, three punch that they've been uh, tapping into. I mentioned it last 79. week. Was, yep. Boers and, uh, and then Chapman and finishing it with Will Smith, who's been doing it in the big leagues for a long time at this point. So Chapman too. Jiggy with it. Yep. Yeah. I mean, yep. look, you, you want to do, if you were a team acquiring at the acquisition and throughout the season, you could say and you're the Rangers and you brought in Scherzer, who's got a World Series ring, and then you brought in Araldus Chapman, who's pitching the highest leverages and has a, has a World Series ring, you're putting yourself in a pretty good position to get there in October. I mean, it's like obviously Verlander. I, the Red Sox were rumored. I think Ken Rosenthal said the Red Sox were making some calls on Verlander. But it sounds like there was no way that Verlander was not going to go back to Houston. And I think that ultimately another move, not only do you get a guy that won the Cy Young for you last year, but he was a major catalyst in you guys winning the World Series for the second time in five years after the Houston Astros. So both those teams making massive moves. The Mariners getting hot. Uh, the AL is going to be super interesting. Uh, now with the Orioles having the Madame Zeroni curse, can the Rays catch them? Can the Jays catch them? Uh, and the Twins, you know, for all the, the bashing we've done on the AL Central, the Twins are starting to piece it together with some decent pitching. They would no longer be last in the AL East. They would actually be fourth if yeah. you added them to that division, which is, look, you never know. We said it yesterday. Like, they're going to get bounced in the first round. But 
anything could happen once you get to the dance. And with Gray, Pablo Lopez, and Joe Ryan, the Twins at least have some frontline starting that can you know help them potentially go far in October. We just mentioned that the Mariners have 60 wins and Twins have 60 wins as well. So if we're sitting here saying the Mariners are a good team, Twins are just as good of a team. Yeah, absolutely. I would say before we kick into football, um, I know we've been teasing it, the Correa contract – we did we 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 all were we all in agreement that it was not the move to pay him. Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of people were in agreement. The Giants were in agreement. The Mets were in agreement. I'm saying, but they <laughs> the were Astros. willing, but they were willing at points to pay him in general. I'm saying that I feel I feel like on the show we were at every single yeah at every single away. yeah at every single stop we were like stay away from this guy. He he's not as good as people think he is. I really thought he was kind of fake news. And you don't want a guy to be bad, but uh, it's proven to be such. But, hey, Maeda's in there. They had a good bullpen. We'll see what the Twins can do. Okay, gentlemen. Last – oh, I'm getting a phone call. Sorry. Who is it? It was Spectrum, even though I paid today. Of course it is. God. It's like – and my Wi-Fi is so spotty sometimes. They can they can eat a dick. Um, okay. Last week <laughs> – Last it's not our radio show. Last we spoke, gentlemen, on fantasy football mock drafts. We did a first round mock draft. It was pretty fun. I'm going to throw it up there for the viewers, people watching, so they can see who had what. The way we did it, toss you picked first, I picked second, Nick picked third and fourth. Back to me, toss, toss me, Nick, Nick, and we snaked it in the first round. Now, do we want to keep it a snake just so you keep your teams consistently, or do we want to just go one, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three? Let's keep it a snake, I guess. Okay, yeah. we'll, keep, we'll keep it a snake. We are Can going we to name these teams instead of Nick Team D C B. Of course, man. You yeah, can come up with teams. some names for us right now, Josh. Okay. Um, well, can can we pick the players first and then I'll get options? No, because we need con- continuity of of because I don't remember if like if Tyree kills on C or if he's on okay. B. You know, it's a lot of so use your improv skills. All right, thank you. Um, Nick for putting me on the spot. We'll go meet the Jeffersons for Toss's first team because he has Justin Jeffersons. That's nice. I like that. Okay. My second team. This is Josh's team A. We have Austin Eckler, who will be the chocolate Eclairs. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Thanks. Good. Thank you. I'm trying, guys. I'm trying. Uh, I'm going to go with an oldie but a goodie for Nick's team. He's got Christian McCaffrey. Run, Ron, TMC. TMC. Yeah. Thank you, my friend. Um, okay, Nick. Um, Two girls, one cup. You got it, man. Look at the my improv skills. How about your recall skills and your improv skills, my friend? You want to take a shot at uh, Bijan? We could go Bijan, Bijan. Keep it simple. Not overthink it. Bijan, Dijon for Team 5 as Bijan is the leader of this team over here. Who's the f- – I can't I can't read and type. Okay. Um, a really unsexy name for Toss's team. We'll just go Chase Bank. Jamar Chase. <laughs> that is uh, the bank that I use, so I think – Okay, so it's pretty fitting. Uh, Tyreek Hill um, is over here. We're going to go a little obscure. You guys know how I roll humor-wise. He is the first-round pick over here. I'm trying to talk in my mic and type. Um, okay, Tristan Thompson. Cheetah. Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill. And a Longhorn. That's what I always give from the benefit of the doubt. Uh, I don't know. Um, uh, with Travis Kelsey's team. 
I'm going to come back to that one. Um, I'm just going to go the flamingos. Nothing to do with the player. Just an obscure animal. My, nice. my fantasy team names for my most before I started making them my friends about my friends' mothers. Uh, they I was I was the hippies for every team. I don't know why. Um, Nick, we'll go to your team D, the Adams family. You're skipping team C. Um, um, because you have Devontae Adams. Is that yeah? Why? The Adam, the Adams family. Thank you. He's got Adams family over there. Back to your team though, C over here, Nick. Uh, I'm going to go with a weird one again. Um, I'm going to go Saquon, Charles, Barkley. Saquon, Charles, Barkley's. I'm going to throw an, uh, an apostrophe S at the end and a the at the beginning. So it's a little more awkward. Okay. Um, Toss, we've been at holes theme. Digs, Digs it up, up on them, up. Digs. Digging up them holes. Uh, and in parentheses, you is too damn bad. <laughs> Who is the actor that says that? We just talked about them recently, I feel. Well, it wasn't it wasn't that actor, but it wasn't we were John, talking. It wasn't John Voight. Yeah. Yeah. It, was, it wasn't it was John Voight. It wasn't John Voight. Probably some, some day player actor. That some played. day player, Henry. Uh, That's too damn bad. Uh, and then for this team, you know what? It was one of my teams. We'll go. The hippies and who did, thought, you pick? who did the pick the hippies pick with their first pick i'm gonna go oh, through it right now okay. meet the jeffersons justin jefferson that's toss's team the chocolate eclairs that's my second team with austin eckler being the pick run cmc christian mccaffrey two girls one cup is those are both next teams cmc and cup being those picks Bijan dijon is my second team with Bijan robinson being the first pick toss's second team jamar chase was the pick the name chase bank uh, his third pick, uh, Tyreek the Cheetah Hill. His team name is Tristan Thompson Cheetah. Um, my sec, my third pick was Travis Kelsey. Couldn't really think of anything to go with Kelsey, so I just went with Flamingos. Nick took with back-to-back picks Saquon, so he are the, he is the Saquon Charles Barkley's. Uh, the Adams family, Devontae Adams being the pick. The Hippies, an ode to my OG. Uh, fantasy names, Derrick Henry being my pick over there. And now, Toss, you will kick off round two. With digs and up them holes, Stefan Diggs. Got it. Okay, I was just making a not a bad, solid Nikki snacks seven out of ten over here. Seven out of ten. What? What yeah. is that? I don't. I don't get that. Like a Nick's impersonations being seven out of ten. I would say oh. the, the the team name seven out of ten. Not bad. Every impersonation that Nikki snacks does is a seven out of ten. Got it. Got yeah, it. yeah, yeah. TBT. Okay, uh, I am going to pick. For the digging up them holes to pair alongside Stephon Diggs, mm. wide receiver for the Dallas Cowboys. Oh CD wow, Diggs. nice. CDs CDs nuts could potentially be a future name. I like digging up them holes, uh, but CD Lamb, silence the lambs, all that is good stuff. Um, hold on, guys, I'm getting up my PPR rankings. Mm. So this pick is call. coming in. Uh, it's the second pick for the hippies who have yep. Derrick Henry at the running back position. I'm excited to see who Josh pairs up. One of the strategies I've been reading about is the zero wide receiver strat- a zero running back strategy going heavy wide receiver and quarterback early uh, and then picking up your running backs. Cause there's a lot of good running. There's a lot of sneaky running back depth in fantasy football this year. 
Uh, I'm going to zag from that. I know it's a PPR league, and I know the two running backs I'm about to have on my roster are not PPR-friendly running backs, but I do think pound for pound running the football, these guys are the two best in the NFL. So to pair with Derrick Henry on the hippies, I will go with Nicholas Eugene Chubb. Mm. Got it. Going Mm. after great football players, not necessarily the best fantasy players. Nothing wrong with that. Nick, you're up with the Adams family. Devonta Adams was your first pick. Yeah, I think uh, I think with this one, I'm gonna go Jonathan Taylor. Mm. Um, the running back, the RB ones at least are getting really slim, and mm. I'm scared of Jonathan Taylor just because of the contract holdout and stuff like that. And and uh, I don't, well, not considered a contract holdout, but you know, requesting a trade and kind of just like the hoopla that's going on over there. Sure, but. You know, slim pickings right now. Okay. Jonathan Taylor is the pick. Putting that in for you on the Adams family, JT. Okay. Nick, you're up again with the Saquon Charles Barkley. Saquon Barkley was your first pick on this team. Uh, I'm going to go AJ Brown. Knew that was coming. Excellent pick. The Philadelphia Eagles to pair with Saquon. It'll be fun when these two get to play each other twice a year. Yeah. Yeah. Big fun. Saquon Charles Barkley's owner. Is not a Giants fan, as he just selected a Philadelphia Eagles player, but it was the right pick, and it was a great pick. <laughs> Were you, you have something against the pick, or are you think it was the right pick? No, 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 it was the right pick. I'm saying if if Nick were a Giants fan, some of his buddies, if it was an all New York league, would give him a little bit of flack here for having Philadelphia <laughs> Eagles. Yeah, no one's gonna take any Eagles in in those uh, traps. Bro, there, there, I there was years I wouldn't take Yankees. I wouldn't do it. It was obviously once they got Garrett Cole and Aaron Judge and all the there's there's right. you got to bite the bullet. Um, yeah, at, a, at a certain point, best player available is the way. <laughs> is the way to go. Okay, I'm gonna revert back to my zero RB strategy. I feel like a lot of people are gonna shy away from him because he's not a sexy name, but I think he's gonna absolutely boom in this offense as he boomed last year in this offense. Uh, I'm gonna go with Mr. St. Brown. My Travis, nice. the Flamingos. My team is the first pick, Travis Kelsey, and then the second round pick, Amon Ra, St. Breezy. You're up. The Tristan Thompson Cheetahs. Okay. First um, pick was Tyreek Hill. Yep. Yep. I'm looking at my options here, mulling it over. I am going to select the running back for the Dallas Cowboys, Tony Pollard. Mm, TP. Had a good feeling that was coming. I was, but that was who I was between Kelsey. Uh, sorry, I'm on Raw and TP. Chase Bank, your first pick was Jamar Chase. Toss, you're up once again. I don't have a lot of breathing room in between these picks here. I nope. guess gotta I'm make going moves. to have to go. Uh, Jamar Chase, when he was a rookie, he made a major splash. This guy made a major splash as a rookie last year for the New York Jets. I'm going to go with Garrett Wilson. Excellent pick. Respect that. Okay, that's who I was going to take. So. Talk about no breathing room. The Bijan Dijons are on the clock in round two. Available still just to kind of keep the people up to par. We got Josh Jacobs, Ramondre Stevenson, Joe Mixon, Jalen Waddell. Um, those are some of the bigger names available. I'm trying to peruse to see who I could potentially take. Um in an unfortunate situation, you probably have to go best player available. I want to reiterate that I'm not excited about this pick, uh, but I am going to go with last year's leading rusher uh, for the Vegas Raiders, Josh Eugene Jacobs. 
at least I can now maybe change the name to the Jingleheimer Schmitz. Okay, uh, Nick, with two girls, one cup. You are up with the Cooper Cup uh, first pick team. Um, yeah, so this is one of those where I would have taken Josh Jacobs and he got taken right under my nose. I would have thought you'd take a wide receiver um, because you don't have one yet and I don't have running back yet. But I'm going to try to go for another wide, or another running back here. Um, I'm not super thrilled with this one, but I'm going to go with Najee Harris. You okay. Know, he didn't have the best year last year, but you know, bounce back. We'll see. Hopefully, he can solidify himself as a number one for this team. He's gonna he's gonna get the volume. Yep. You know, like you know, that's a given, and I think that's something that I understand that there's some hesitation with a lot of people picking Najee Harris, but I'm I'm buying it. I'm buying him this year. Mm. So I, I like that pick for you, Nick. Mm, mm. Okay, Nick, uh, you are still up, my friend. You have now the C- the run CMCs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to go with Jalen Waddle, the Miami Dolphins. The Miami Dolphins, Jalen Waddle. Okay, it's a really good pick. It's a really eclairs. Sh- <laughs> the chocolate eclairs. Uh, okay, again, like I was, I know I was bragging about the zero running back strategy, and this could be a peculiar pick for some, but I really think he's going to go off. I'm wearing the hat. I'm all in on the Jags this year after being all out on them last year. I'm going to go with Travis Etienne no, to pair with Austin. Etienne Adams. eclairs. The Etienne, the eclairs. Wow. We are really getting with some good alliteration and some good, uh, whatever the word would be to use someone's name in a title. Uh, Toss, you're the meat. I, Jeff- I can't believe you zagged from your pats and Ramondre Stevenson just, chilling there for you to pick because i know you guys don't want him <laughs> okay <Arr>. uh <laughs> is that who you wanted etienne yes yeah of course uh meet the jeffersons though you have back to back it's in a really you're in a really interesting and i would say good spot well thank you i appreciate you gassing up my spot here <laughs> um i am going to select t higgins with this mm, pick great pick Great pick. I feel like it's a great pick in the sense that I feel he's a bit lower on the board and it could be quote unquote considered a reach, but Higgins could easily pop off just as much or almost as much as Jamar Chase. And it's a really good wide receiver too with Jefferson. Uh, no running backs over here on this to meet the Jefferson's team now. Are you going to be tempted by Ramondre Stevenson with your uh, end around pick? I'm not. Okay. I'm not. Uh, are we, remind me again. The categories. This entire draft, how many different positions are we taking? One quarterback, two running backs, three wide receivers, a tight end, and a flex. Got it. Okay. And we'll just keep track the whole year in the starting lineups. Good to know. Good to know. Then, with the uh, turnaround selection, I will be picking the tight end from the Baltimore Ravens, Mark Andrews. Mm, Mark Andrews. Hey. I know I've had some words. Hi, Mark. For uh, the third-ranked <laughs> ADP tight end in TJ Hawkinson, I feel the opposite of Mark Andrews from TJ Hawkinson. I think he is in a class of his own in comparison to the third-ranked through 10th-ranked tight ends. He's Lamar Jackson's favorite target. For sure. Lamar, if he's fully healthy this season, I have no doubt that Mark Andrews will be in the running for tight end one to knock off Travis Kelsey. I still trust Kelsey, and I think he'll get there um, and, and end up the season as tight end one, but Mark Andrews is a beast. I also would love to 
based off Nick's little remark there, maybe put in a potential name amendment for the to, from the Meet the Jeffersons to the Ohio Marks. I think it's I, I think there's some legs there, but I'm with you completely. Mark Andrews, if as long as the Mars healthy, he should be in it for a big year. All right. Ramondre Stevenson and the New England Patriots still on the board. Joe Mixon, there's definitely some legal issues surrounding him still on the board. The aforementioned Hawkinson, Aaron Jones, Brees Hall, all still on the board. Just to kind of work you guys through what I'm thinking. Three running backs, is that what you're thinking? I don't know. I can't do that. That's too <laughs> egregious. Um, Actually, one. this could be a bit of a stretch to some people. But I really think he's in for a big year. I need to go get a wide receiver before the wide receiver run potentially starts. Uh, he had um, he was a rookie last year. Um, he had on and off with Jameis and Andy Dalton. I think Derek Carr is going to be a slight upgrade, not that big of an upgrade, but I think they're going to throw the rock a lot more. And I think Chris Olave is in for a massive season. So for the chocolate eclairs, Austin Eckler, Travis Etienne, and Chris Olave. For run CMC, I'm going to go with running back. And honestly, I think all of these guys on this team are very similar style players. They create open space for themselves, and they get a lot of yards after a catch. I'm going with Jameer Gibbs, the rookie mm, in Detroit. I kind of love it. I don't know if I spelled that right, but I kind of love it. You did. You did. Shout out to me and my family. Okay, Not so run there. CMC, CMC, Jalen Waddle, Jameer Gibbs, two girls, one cup, Cooper Cup, Najee Harris. Who are you going with here, Nick? Two girls, one cup. Um, I am going to go with Aaron Jones. I think he's getting slept on this year. Of course, he's got AJ Dillon there, but that could also help him get fresh legs. I think it's going to be a heavily run-oriented Packers team this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, love that. He's, uh, uh, he's never disappointed with AJ Dillon in the, as his backfield mate. So I don't see why that would really change. Um, he's always been the more productive back who also finds the end zone more. So. Yep. And you know, with Najee still a little bit of uncertainty if he's an RB one, but this is a good insurance. Yeah. yeah. All right. Team running back over here. Bijan Dijon got Bijan Robinson and John Jacob Jingleheimer Schmitzkies. Um, sorry, Josh Jacob Jingleheimer Schmitzkies. There's not anybody that I'm obsessed with except one person, the MVP of the league, the bona fide best player. It might be a little too early to take a quarterback, but not if it's Patrick <laughs> Eugene Mahomes. So I'm going to go Pat Mahomes for the Bijan Dijons, first quarterback off the board. Chase Bank, Jamar Chase, Garrett Wilson, you're up, Toss, third pick. I am up. I sure am. And I just lost that. Then I'm back. You just lost what? The page. I'm back though. Mm, Never gotcha. lost. Never. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I mean, obviously, this team does not have a running back at this point. Um, you I have guess options. This is, I guess this is where it happens, huh? This is where it happens. Mister Patriot himself, Ramondre Stevenson, will be joining Chase Bank and foregoing his relationship with Wells Fargo. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice, nice, nice. Okay, you're back up again, though. Quick turnaround for you. Tyreek Hill, Tony Pollard on the Tristan Thompson Cheetahs. Yeah, I mean, available guys that I'm just looking at here. You know, you've got Devontae Smith, Brees Hall, um, the other quarterbacks. I am going to select DK Metcalf from Mm. the Seattle Seahawks. Julia, 
peculiar, but can't hate DK out of the water, Falcons. Um, the Flamingos are up with Kelsey. Amon Ross St. Brown. I don't know why I spelled his entire name out, but elected to hire, you know, shorten Tony Pollard for TP. Um, make my life a little harder. This is tough, tricky territory. We still have Brees Hall, Joe Mixon. Yeah, I have Damian Pierce. Um, I don't know. I I'm gonna I'm not I don't I'm not obsessed with these guys. I know we besmirched him on our top quarterback list, but he's a phenomenal fantasy quarterback. I'm gonna go with Josh Allen with these guys. Jalen. Jalen, baby. Saquon, AJ Brown. Nick, you're up with the Saquon Charles Barkley's. Um, yeah, so I'm I'm seeing that the run on quarterbacks is happening. Um, I'm gonna fill out this team, get a balance, go with Jalen Hurts, who I think is gonna end up the number one fantasy quarterback this year. Ooh, and a little stackage for you, a Nick. Stacky stack for Nicky Stacks. Nicky Stacks. Uh, you're up once again. Good pick, Nick. Devontae Adams, Jonathan Taylor, and the Adams family. Devonte Adams, Jonathan Taylor. I'm gonna keep the trend going because this is gonna be the run on QBs, and we're gonna go with Lamar Jackson. Wow, bunch wow. of QBs going in round three. Yeah, getting wild over ones here. Ones that can run at least. Ones that can run. All right, the hippies are up once again, smoking a little reefer, getting a little high with the boys. Um, we got to go with a wide receiver here in my position. The quarter, the running quarterbacks happen, so we're going to balk at that. Um, or I can zag that. Nah, I'm not going to take Joe Mixon. <laughs> it was tempting as it was. I'm going to go with Three running backs. It was tempting, dude. It was really tempting. I know it's crazy, but like it, Chubb, Henry, Joe Mixon, like that's – a good that's an unbelievable running back room in my eyes but i'm not going to do that uh i have to get a wide receiver one in the mix and i'm gonna go Ugh, i don't want devonta smith to be my wide receiver one i uh, you know what screw it i'm gonna take joe mixon good pick josh good pick trying dude trying out here um all right Digs and up them holes. Stefan Diggs, CD Lamb. Just as you were not afraid to select three running backs, I'm not afraid to select three wide receivers. I'm not. And so I'm going to pick Debo Samuel with this pick. Oh, wow. Debo. Nice. Debo Samuel. And the rest of the league will have Samuel. to deal with Diggs, Lamb, and Debo coming at him. That is. Okay, so to quickly recap the first three rounds, Team 1, meet the Jeffersons, Justin Jefferson, T. Higgins, Mark Andrews. Team 2, the Chocolate Eclairs, Austin Eckler, Travis Etienne, Chris Olave. Uh, run CMC, Christian McCaffrey, Jalen Waddle, Jameer Gibbs. Two girls, one cup, Cooper Cup, Najee Harris, Aaron Jones. The Bijan Dijons, Bijan Robinson, Josh Jacobs, Pat Mahomes, Chase Bank, Jamar Chase, Garrett Wilson, Ramondre Stevenson. The Tristan Thompson, Cheetahs, Tyree Kill, Tony Pollard, DK Metcalf, the Flamingos, Travis Kelsey, Amon Ross St. Brown, Josh Allen, the Saquon Charles Barkley, Saquon, AJ Brown, Jalen Hurts, the Adams family, Devontae Adams, Jonathan Taylor, Lamar Jackson, the Hippies, Derrick Henry, Nick Chubb, Joe Mixon, Digs and Up, Them Holes, Stephon Diggs, CeeDee Lamb, Debo, Samuel. Any uh, through three rounds, any clear favorites for you guys at this point? Well, I could I could rank my own teams for you. 
I think the team that I'm most that I would want to actually have as my team would probably be the Flamingos with yeah. Kelsey, Josh Allen, and Amon Ra. I think if I had to power rank all of these teams, they're probably at my number one slot right now. But that's also because we're only three rounds through and having a quarterback on your team, to me, in my head, like gives me a better picture of what your total roster is going to look like. Yeah. And the fact that you have Pat Mahomes there um, is, or Josh Allen, I mean, is, a, you know, that's icing on the cake. I can Every- tell you which my worst team is for sure. Uh, which, which of the, which one's that? <laughs> the three running backs. They <laughs> have a lot of catching up to do over there. I like my uh, balanced Jalen Hurts, Saquon Barkley, AJ Brown team. That's probably your that's best my team. team that's my favorite of your teams as well. And then I like probably like your first team toss. Jefferson I like my Hagen. first team and, and my last team. Yeah, I like both those teams. I think the this team's interesting. Could be really good. Both these teams. I actually like this team too. I think I know we I know like Ramondre is not really sexy, but he could be in for a really big year. Uh, and I think yeah. I think the Gibbs and Olave. I think in round three, I think the Gibbs pick, the Olave pick, and I think the Ramondre Stevenson pick were all good value picks. Yeah, I mean the interesting thing about Nick's CMC Waddle, Jameer Gibbs team is that they could beat you maybe by like eighty points one week, but they feel pretty boomer bust to me. Well, Waddle's just a boomer bust player. He either goes for yeah. like twenty something points or he goes for like five points. Right. So if like not to tell you, like this is just me speaking out loud, and obviously we could all feel free to go analyze each other's teams and just how we'd think about it. I would probably just get some safety valves as far as players go, like a Keenan Allen type, a guy that I as long as he's healthy, I know is going to get some points, like ten points, twelve points each week. Amari Cooper, just a guy like my making my wide receiver twos and threes really safe, but having Gibbs and CMC, two guys that can lead the the league as far as running backs and receptions is pretty dangerous. Yeah. I would say the Bijan Dijon team is interesting. That team scares me a bit. <laughs> like that's I I don't know. In a bad in a bad way, not in a good way. Uh, yeah, 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 for sure. Like we have Mahomes. So like, okay, you have the best quarterback. That's fine. But it's really dependent on how Bijan plays as a rookie and like where Josh Jacobs plays. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it's just like one of those things where he kind of got caught. I probably could have. I was thinking about pulling the trigger on a on a Jalen Waddle, but or- I just look look. There's nothing wrong. Any team that ever has Patrick Mahomes, as long as he stays healthy, will be relatively in the mix in fantasy. Like yeah, it's I just, would. It's such a safety valve. Yeah, it's such but- a nice floor to have every week going in, knowing that you're going to get 20 points. Yeah, and, that's and the only you thing could I'm- end up with 35 points. You know, 100. percent That's like I felt with Josh Allen last year. I had some weak holes, and I had him. I also think the three running back team I have. I'd rather have three good wide receivers and three running backs, but at the same time, like those guys are super consistent too. Like there's just pound for pound Chubb, Henry and Mixon are all like, I've been seeing such a, a lot of conflicting reports on Mixon this year. People being like, buy him. P Ryan's gone. He's going to have a full grasp of the offense. The offensive line got better. He's going to run better. Uh, they'll get him more involved in the passing game. And then people being like, he's over the hill, avoid him at all costs. So I'm going to need some good value for Joe Mixon. But I think third round, probably good. Back in third round, probably good value is what I would say. Um, all right. Well, that's we'll, we'll revisit that, fellas. Good stuff. Very exciting. Uh, we have more rounds to come as far as that draft goes. Back to it. 
I don't know why the, the, my my screen for you guys is more little. Um, and I clicked a button over more here. More little. More little. Um, okay. Coach's poll dropped yesterday. I will read it out loud. I know. Georgia, Michigan, Bama, Ohio State at four, LSU five, USC six, Penn State seven, Florida State eight, Clemson nine, Tennessee 10, Washington Huskies 11, the Texas Longhorns 12, Notre Dame Fighting Irish 13, the Utah Utes 14, Oregon Ducks 15, TCU Horny Frogs 16, the Kansas State Wildcats 17, Oregon State, DJ, the quarterback over there, the Beavers 18, Boomer Sooners 19, UNC Tar Heels, shout out to Mac Brown 20, Badgers Luke Fickle 21, Ole Miss is 22, Tulane, Green Wave, 23, Texas Tech Raiders, 24, and the AM Aggies, 25. Others receiving votes, Iowa, South Carolina, Florida, UTSA, Pittsburgh, UCLA, and then Kentucky, Baylor, Arkansas, so on and so forth. And Troy. Uh, and Troy. Any other surprising – Any? what's like the biggest surprise for you guys from the coaches' poll? Um. I mean, I don't know if this is a surprise, but I feel like this happens all the time. They put Notre Dame up there, and then they end up sucking. Okay. Toss? You're muted. Who muted me? Oh. Not me. I know they have a lot of talent, and I know they have a lot of top-tier recruits, but they won five games last year, and for the coaches to just turn around and – vote them at number 25. Um, it just feels like they're kind of shooing them in because of the talent on their team, but the talent doesn't always translate. So Texas A&M being on this list is, um, I'm not surprised, but it feels like it's a gimme for them, not that they've earned it. Mm -hmm. I think uh, like TCU is a team, you know, they were in the national championship last year, but I think they take a massive step back. So like I think they're in this ranking because they were in the big dance, but at the end of the day, they're probably not going to be in it. Yeah. Right. And uh, that's a ranking that I'm like more okay with the coaches being very generous. Yeah. It's valid. Right. right? Yeah. yeah. Um, but I would, I will say that I think Michigan at two, I think they, they put them there purposely because they don't want to stack back to back um, SEC teams on there because eventually, you know, Bama's probably going to jump Michigan and they're just waiting for Michigan to screw it up themselves. Yeah, I think My. there's, I think there, and I know we highlighted some games where Michigan could be in trouble early on, but I do think that they return their starting quarterback. They return both their running backs and have the best running back duo, not to mention their defense always is up to snuff. I think there is a world in which Michigan, at least for a, per a longer period of time, hangs on to that top two spot, top five spot. Um, but yeah, there's obviously Bama could jump them. Looking at the if you look at the coaches' poll last year at the preseason, uh, some notables: Notre Dame was number five; they fell out. A um, and M was number seven; they fell out. Oklahoma was number nine. Um, you had NC State in there, Michigan State in there, so Pittsburgh all ahead of Texas. Teams are climbing and falling all the time. Like you said, TC wasn't even ranked last year, and they went to the national championship game where they got piped, but they went there. Um, I would say teams. I would say some interesting ones for me is that I'm that I'm at least looking at. Uh, I'm curious. I'm definitely am curious, like you said, Nick, about TCU at 16 and OU back in the mix all of a sudden at 19. Um, 
One of the teams I'm looking at is Wisconsin. I think Wisconsin can jump up a few spots as the season goes on. I think Luke Fickle is going to be maybe the missing piece over in Madison uh, to take them over the hump. Uh, and they could be on par as the next teams behind Michigan, Ohio State with Penn State. And I think there's a world in which Penn State, and like we discussed in previous shows in Wisconsin, could get into the mix with Ohio State and Michigan. Um, and then I'm looking at Utah. Like Utah was, you know, the top dog in the Pac 12 last year when a push came to shove. So Utah, Oregon, Washington. I know they have USC and the reigning Heisman winner, Caleb Williams and Lincoln Riley at six, but all those teams could hop on in there um, and, and do some damage. Uh, and, one, and One of the teams that I think um, is in here and, I, you know, like one of those teams that you're like, yeah, I'm glad they got this ranking and I think they're going to be super good is Florida State. I think they're going to yeah. be really nice this year. Yeah, I think, I think they have a, a really good shot at being in the playoff too, because ACC is pretty, pretty slim. You know, if they can figure out a way to to beat Clemson this this season, or, or maybe even get to their conference championship game and then beat them there, um, then they're gonna have a really nice season. But if you're looking at this coaches poll top to bottom, it's very classic. It's a very you know big blue blood program, especially one through thirteen here. You know, you got Georgia, Michigan, Bama, Ohio State, LSU, USC, Penn State, Florida State, Clemson, Tennessee, Washington, Texas, Notre Dame. Like that's as classic as it gets when it comes to big universities. And I think it's safe to answer your question a bit um, or point. I think it's safe because I think there's a lot of confusion or uncertainty of what's going on. Georgia, there's been so much turnover back-to-back years. Can they three-peat? No team's ever done that in the AP poll ever. You have Michigan at number two. They have some continuity, but they've fallen flat back-to-back years in the playoffs. Number, number three th- and number four all have quarterback battles. I'm actually surprised that Alabama is as high as they are because we don't know who their QB is going to be. Yeah. like so I, those- I saw uh, murmurs of a lot of pushback because they felt that the coaches were playing it safe and just giving you know the tip of the cap to Nick Saban because <laughs> he's Nick Saban. Um, but we don't, we don't know. Is it going to be Milrow, right? Like, Who's their QB? Buckner, is it Tyler be Buckner, Buckner, right? Yeah. He transferred from Notre Dame. Yeah, and same thing uh, with your your second team, the Buckeyes. Like, is it going to be McCord or is it going to be Devin Brown? Like, we don't know. I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be Kyle. But Probably. yeah, you could go either guy. And I think the LSU Florida State matchup. I like your pick of Florida State, Nick. Florida State though has LSU in the first game, which is going to be a very telling game. It's probably one of my biggest question marks uh, in the college season. Does that game decide who one of the four teams in the college football playoff are? Uh, in, in week one, and then they go at Clemson on September 23rd. If they go to Clemson, regardless of losing to LSU, if it's a close game or not, if they go into Clemson and Death Valley and win that game against Dabo Sweeney and the boys, I think that Florida State is a really, really solid pick to to ride into the playoff. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, everyone else is kind of just a wait and see. Ole Miss has quarterback questions in a good way, I'd say, but they definitely have quarterback questions. Oregon State, nah, I still think they're behind them in the Pac-12. And Notre Dame with Marcus Freeman, I want them to be good. I think he's a fun head coach, but I don't know. I, th- I think there's a lot of – I'm surprised Penn State with their rookie quarterback is higher than Florida State, higher than Washington, who's returning Michael Penix Jr., higher than Oregon, who's returning Bo Nix. I mean, the quarterback position is so paramount in college football um, and, and in any level of, of football that I'm a bit I'm a bit perplexed that James Franklin and his crew have almost underwhelmed season after season and fallen short 
or in that top 10 slot or in that number seven slot ahead of Washington, Utah, and Oregon, the Pac-12 teams. Um, but yeah, very exciting. We're number 12, the Horns. It's a good spot for us. I am glad we're not top 10. Glad we're number 12, sitting there nice and pretty. We win a game. If we beat Bama, ball's in our court. And who doesn't like a ball in your court? Ball so hard. They want to find yep. me. All right, guys. It's been real. It's been fun. It's been real fun. We'll see you guys next time. Fisher, Disciple, Snacks, Crider. Hit your free throws because the free. We out show. We love you. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.